The opinions expressed on the Custody Queen Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Hi, I'm Kristen Holstrom. And I'm Sam McBride, and we are the Custody Queens. We have a new show that we couldn't be more excited about. If you're going through a custody battle, fighting for your parental rights, or going through a horrible divorce, nothing is off limits on our new show. Thought it was love, had kids in between, you can count on us, we're the custody queens, yeah, you can count on us, we're the custody queens. Welcome back, Go Country family. I'm Sam McBride. I'm here with the best blonde in town, Kristen Holstrom. We are so excited to spend another Saturday. Today, we have a very exciting episode. We have Dane Holstrom. Certified Family Law Specialist, Top Gun of Family Law, and Managing Partner of Holstrom Block and Park. Today we are going to talk about keeping your affairs in order. We are talking about family law and estate planning and how those two collide. It's going to be a fun episode, but before we get into that, I think we're going to play a little true or false. Yeah, so let's start off the episode with a little game of true or false before we get into divorce wars. And if everyone can remember, Dane actually got the question wrong last time we did this. I so, remember this a lot. Okay, I, I don't like this game. <laughs> so uh, I got a good one for you, Dane. Let's, we, let's see if we can redeem yourself. All right, true or false? Bananas are curved because they grow upward towards the sun. False. True. No way. Okay, bananas hang downward. They do not hang upward. Well, according to Wikipedia, bananas <laughs> are curved because they grow upwards towards the sun. And Wikipedia is always right. No, I feel like I might be with Dane on that one. <laughs> I'm not sure we fact-checked that one. <laughs> hey, can we get a Facebook fact-check? <laughs> All right, well, um, okay, that, I guess the answer is to be determined, but I... I pretty confident in my Google search that it is true, but I will do my due diligence and just confirm that it is true, and I will get back to everyone on our next show on whether bananas are curved because they grow upwards towards the sun. Let's do one more. Okay, all right. This one's a little bit more up my alley. Uh, true or false, Dane, Cinderella was the first Disney princess. I think they predate even me, okay? True. Oh. And you know what's funny is I actually thought that was true when I first read it this morning, but then I was thinking that I think there are a few princesses that come before. Snow so, White. Yeah, Snow White. Uh, I know Rapunzel, and she's she's after. It's definitely Snow White. Yeah, definitely That's Snow like White. That's like 1930s. I totally forgot Snow White was a princess. Yeah. Because she lived yeah. with a dwarf, you know? She's the, she's the you're original. Right, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> All right, so Dane, you are just killing true or false. I actually okay. love this game. Okay, okay if you want me back, get a new game, okay? <laughs> All right, Sam, let's take it to the next segment. All right, so now we're going to do our divorce tales. This is where Kristen and I and today Dane go through a fictional fact pattern and we analyze all the issues that we see. It's a lot of fun. Uh, let's go ahead and listen on. This is Divorce Wars. Not a lawyer, but my husband's uncle, they're close to the same age, was going through a divorce. It was messy, and he got completely blindsided, but it's still kind of a funny story. Anyways, his wife had just packed up her stuff, and their kids moved out one day while he was at work. With no warning, she was just gone. 
it came to light that a few weeks before she left, she'd won a $5,000 per week for life lottery ticket. She hid it and thought she could divorce him without splitting her winnings. Well, that didn't work out for her very well. I like this one because I think all three of us had little light bulbs that went off in their head. There were some, some pretty blaring issues. Um, Dana, I'm gonna let you start. Well, first off, we, I literally just gave this exact example on, on the podcast, Divorce Authority, where we talked about the lottery ticket example. And you guys all know the case too, is a case in California called Rossi. And Rossi is famous because of that very much scenario. I don't know if it's the same leaving the middle of the night stuff, but she left, got a divorce, and did not disclose the existence of a winning lottery ticket. And so she didn't disclose that she got a winning lottery ticket, and the husband found out when he got a letter from the lottery commission that says, hey, we've got some follow-up for you on your lottery winnings. And of course he investigated and says, oh my goodness, what is this? He actually created new law in California that says if you deliberately fail to disclose an asset, then what can happen in the state of California is they can award the entirety of a community property asset to the other spouse because you tried to cheat. That's a great point, Dan, and that's exactly what I was thinking. For all you listeners out there, what Dane's really talking about too, just to kind of break it down a little further, is when you're going through a divorce, you have um, and you have a marriage, you have a fiduciary relationship, and so you have to disclose all of the information to your future ex-spouse and, and your husband or wife, as the case may be. If you fail to do so, and the court figures it out or the other party figures it out, you could be hit with a very big sanction, which is what Dane is just describing. That's great information, guys. And I had a little piece of information, kind of a sub-issue. There was the part where mom took the kids in the middle of the night and basically great left the point. house. That until somebody files, one of the parties, husband or wife, or you know, wife and wife, until the petitioner files a motion and serves the motion to establish the divorce case or the paternity case and serves it on the other side, there is nothing in there is nothing that is established or filed to keep the parent from leaving the state of California. So it doesn't say in that story if mom left the state, it doesn't say if she just went two blocks down the road, but if you are concerned that the other side will take the children and leave the state or even move 45 minutes away, which would have an impact on the future visitation schedule, you always want to contact an attorney. You always want to make sure that you file the petition to get the case started and ask for the court to make orders. That That is done by filing a request for order. And that's because when you file the moving paperwork with the court, you are going to be affected by standard family law restraining orders. There's a list of things that those orders require each party to abide by. You are bound by them if you are the filing party when you file or if you are served with them. So if you are concerned that somebody is going to be leaving the state, you want to definitely contact an attorney, file, and then importantly, serve the other side with those moving paperwork so that they can be bound by those standard family law restraining orders as well. And Dane, a couple of the, the ATROs, as we call them in the field, which stands for auto, Automatic Temporary Restraining Orders, do you want to go through just a couple of those real quick for the audience? Sure. I mean, we've already hit on a couple of them. Sam just mentioned the one that says you can't take your kids out of the state, uh, which is a biggie and, and a very important th thing if somebody's disclosed that they're thinking about moving out of state, especially with your children. Uh, there's what we call the property ones that you're not supposed to sell or transfer or give away any particular assets, and that's a biggie, uh, because 
sometimes people uh, or borrow against your assets so can people try to transfer property to their family or things like that pre-divorce thinking that they're going to get away with it and i can tell you whenever a client brings that up to me it's like yeah don't even think about it it's just the consequences are so so dramatic and it's so likely that it's going to come out that you really just don't want to play that game and the, the other one deals with insurance hey you're not allowed to change any beneficiaries of any life insurance policies, not allowed to, to cancel any policies for insurance, whether it's health, life, uh, automobile, or otherwise. So there's basically it's keep things, keep the status quo the way it is until we get a chance to look at it. Yeah, and remember, if you need more information regarding any of these topics, move aways, filing for divorce, filing a paternity action, questions on what you are prohibited from doing from, from the time that the petition is filed, or even when you're thinking about divorce, if it's looming, or if things aren't going well, the pandemic has created so many challenges that are continuing well into this year, please make sure you call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. And remember to check out CustyQueens.com where we have blogs and we have information related to COVID and moveaways and fill out a form where you can get uh, a hold of Sam or I. And the last piece that I just want to say really quick in that story, it started off with somebody getting information, I think, from a non-attorney. That is going on like crazy right now with... Um, people just giving legal advice. And as we've said multiple times on this show, do not ask your Facebook mom's group or dad's group or your you know holistic health group on legal advice. Do not ask Google, call a certified family law specialist, call the Custody Queens because we are here for you. That's exactly right, Kristen. And as always, we hope they live happily ever after, after divorce. So maybe your marriage didn't go as planned, or maybe you didn't pick the best partner to have a child with. Or could it just be baby mama drama? Well, no matter what the situation is, we can help. We are the Custody Queens, and you can call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. All right, so now I think it's time to get into the meat and potato of the show, as Kristen always says. So today we are talking about family law and we are talking about the crossovers with estate planning. So Kristen, can you give us a, a quick breakdown of what family law is? So I think that everyone listening to our show has a pretty good idea of what family law entails, but family law is the dissolution of your marriage. Family law is child custody, child support, visitation, attorney's fees, dividing an estate, which includes assets and debts. But not everybody knows what probate law is. Right, and there's some interesting crossovers that Dana's going to get in with us today. But in general, you know, with probate, you have issues of probate, you have estate planning, conservatorship, and guardianship. So I'm going to pass it over to Dane, and Dane is going to explain the differences between family law and probate and how they interact. All right, awesome. So probate is an umbrella of law, and as Sam just mentioned, that probate law covers probate. Well, probate's what happens when you manage the estate of a deceased person. Wait, Dane, what is an estate for anyone that doesn't know? Perfect, what you have. It's, it's basically your stuff, okay? If you own a house, if you have a bank account, and you don't have a living trust. If you don't have a living trust, then you go to probate. The reason people do a living trust is so you can avoid probate. That's the biggie. There's other specialized kinds of trusts that I'm not gonna talk about, special needs trusts for disabled adults, things like that. I'm not going into that right now. So that's probate, and by talking about estate planning, we've talked about that aspect. That's creating a contract, an agreement 
basically sometimes between you and your wife, which is what we're going to talk about today, and sometimes it's just a single person saying, if I die, here's who I want to get my stuff. And it's kind of like a will, but if you have a trust and it's done right, then you completely avoid probate. Third area of probate is conservatorships. This is the Britney Spears scenario. Free if, Britney. <laughs> this is if you have an adult person, and there's two parts to a conservatorship, if they are unable to manage their own affairs, a la Brittany, then somebody comes in and the court appoints them to manage the affairs of this person. In a more, and you can have a conservatorship of the person whereby somebody is assigned to provide for the needs of a, of a dependent adult, somebody who can't even take care of their own personal needs. And then finally, guardianship. Guardianship is the care of minors by somebody who's not their parent. The parental issue, family law. A third person, a grandparent, a, a, a sibling, uh, an extended family member, or a stranger, usually not a stranger, but a third person who's not related by blood can be a guardianship. And it's very similar to, to custody without parents. But that's in a different court, right, Dane? It's generally all done in probate. Some counties actually have them in the same building. Uh, and sometimes some judges do both. But there, it's a different area of law completely from family law. So what I'm going to focus on today is I'm going to focus on the, you talked about the atros. One of the big atros is, uh, and it's a rather complicated, and I'll try to decomplicate it for you. You cannot create a new estate plan once the atros kick in. Once your divorce is started, if you've got your old trust, you're allowed to revoke it. You can still create a will, but you can't create a new living trust. So, Dan, what does this mean when you are thinking about filing a divorce? So here's the classic scenario. So somebody, somebody comes into the office, and we're talking to them about that, and they have a reasonable size estate, and we, of course, inquire, this is a matter of course, if they have an estate plan. And if they say yes, then the conversation usually goes something like this. Um, in your estate plan, which is very common for husband-wife estate plans, is it correct that either one of you can sell any asset in the trust? Answer, yes. Okay. And of course, you see the light bulb go on that during the divorce, in theory, or before the divorce, the other spouse could actually sell their property and they wouldn't even know about it. Second part. Part of many estate plans is what's called an advanced health care directive. An advanced health care directive is where a person basically writes this out for if something happens to them, they're in a car accident or something else, it tells the hospital or medical care professionals what they want to have done and who is going to make those life-affecting decisions if they're not able to. And again, invariably, in a husband-wife situation, the husband appoints the wife and the wife appoints the husband. So then again, the light goes on and they realize when I ask them, is that what you want to have going forward? Do you want your soon-to-be ex-spouse, the one who decides that they're going to pull the plug? And of course the answer is, yeah, I don't think I want to do that. So part of the pre-divorce planning before the atros kick in is we may do two things. We may revoke the trust. You can do it without any consequence before the divorce. You can still do it later, but it has a, a process you have to follow. You can also create a new living trust. And if you have significant assets, that's pretty important. And you can then fund the new living trust prior to even filing a divorce. It's a very, very important pre-divorce planning uh, component. If you don't get it done before the divorce starts, because, for instance, you're served and you don't know it's coming, you can still revoke your trust and you can still create a will. 
you're just limited in how you can handle your estate. It may still go through probate, but you can still you can still determine who's going to get your stuff, even if something happens to you before the divorce is finished. Once the divorce is finished, you have the ability to create your own new estate plan or will. But again, sometimes these divorces take years to finish and finalize. And while that's not necessarily the most common, it is not unusual. And, and I will say, just to kind of add to Dane's point, is what is so important is obviously everything Dane said is very important to think about, but just being able to identify the issue and identify, hey, if, if I'm thinking about moving forward with a divorce and I'm, I'm trying to get ready for that, how important a, con a consultation with an attorney is and a skilled attorney that can tell you and identify these issues. I can tell you if you're going into an attorney's office and they're not asking you about an estate plan, well, they're probably thinking too linear and you should probably call someone else because you wanna make sure that although divorce happens in the family law court specifically, that you have all of your other angles handled. And it's so much information and so much to do. It's such an emotional time for everyone just the aspect of going through divorce, you don't wanna to have to worry about that other stuff. So what you really need to take from this is that these issues are here and that you need to consult with someone about them before you move forward. Yeah, and a common question that I get often is people don't understand from the time that the divorce is, the petition is filed and then the other party responds and discovery is ongoing and there is generally temporary orders in place, but you are nowhere near the trial or settlement or judgment phase, uh, you are still married in the sense of, of marital status. And that's what Dane's referring to with respect to the advanced healthcare directive. So even though in your head you may be physically separated, you may be even dating other people, and you, you filed your petition, you filed your response, and in your, head, in your head you're headed for divorce. Until that marriage is dissolved and or the status of your marriage is bifurcated, that your spouse still has the right to make your medical decisions until you have revoked that advanced healthcare directive and appointed a new person. Dane, do you have anything to add on that? Absolutely, you know, just as a, a classic example, and, and it's important in every case, it's important in every case to have that dialogue. But some cases are way more important than others. The classic is, if a client comes to me that has a, a very large estate, especially a large separate property estate, meaning that they acquired most of their assets before the marriage, and their current living trust leaves those assets to their spouse, I believe it is critical to go over the client's options and choices before you file. Because if I have an elderly client that's got millions of dollars in assets and I don't go over with them that they won't be able to create a new trust during the marriage if we don't do it now, that's not a good thing to do for that client. It's critical. And it's important for other reasons with all cases but in that case, it's, it's super critical. And when you're looking at a divorce and filing for a divorce, when we're talking about a petition and the filing paperwork, that's the first step to formally open up a divorce case in the family law court. It's just the first step. So as much as any attorney might try to speed your case along or a settlement might be you know, around the corner, the reality is California has a statutory period that is required to pass before your marriage can be dissolved. So when we talk about needing to take steps in anticipation of filing or before you file, it's because it doesn't matter what attorney you have in California, if you file for divorce, you have to wait a mandatory six month period 
from the date of service of that summons and petition or the date that the court has acquired jurisdiction over the responding party to actually dissolve that marriage. So it's important. It is. It's very important, and that's why we have that included at, uh, in our intake process at Cusky Queens and at Ulstrom Block and Park. You always meet with a qualified attorney, and this is part of our intake process. And sometimes we ask way too many questions as attorneys, but that's because we want to know of things that you don't think of. We are thinking 10 steps beyond the horizon. We are always thinking how to protect you, how to protect your medical decisions, how not to have you in the hospital in the middle of your divorce, and your ex-husband is left with a decision, or your soon-to-be ex-husband is left with a decision on to pull the plug or not. That's exactly right. I mean, those are the questions that we ask, and we are trained in dealing with wills and trust and the crossover issues. But in addition to the qualified attorneys we have at Custody Queens and Holstrom Black and Park, Dane, you are incredibly well adversed and qualified in this area. So how do our listeners get a hold of you if they want to do an estate plan or if they want to talk to you about a probate or a conservatorship or a guardianship? Funny you should ask, Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> we at Holstrom Block and Park have a completely separate division. It's called uh, Sandoval Legacy Group. Sandoval Legacy Group is a division of Holstrom Block and Park and it's run by Dennis Sandoval and Dennis Sandoval is an absolutely preeminent um, authority in the area of probate and estate planning law. Does a lot with special needs trust for disabled adult children. He's a wonderful, wonderful man and a great lawyer. Um, Dennis' uh, his website is protect-your-wealth.com and you can certainly reach out to Sandoval Legacy Group at that website Dane, can you repeat that website one more time for us? Sure. It's protectyourwealth.com. That's protect-your-wealth.com. And I would point out that we constantly are working with Dennis and his team whenever we have a complex divorce probate crossover issue, and we have quite a few of them. Um, you, you mentioned, Kristen, that you had a question about uh, what is being stuck in probate mean. Yeah, I just when I do consults, and I know Sam has this issue that comes up, and when I explain to people that if you if you don't have a will or an estate uh, when you die, when when attorneys say that your case is gonna your estate's gonna get stuck in probate, what does that really mean? Okay, so uh, digressing a little bit, but here's what it means: if you have an estate, you have a house, you have property, and you do not have a living trust, a will won't cut it. You still go to probate with a will. So if you die without a, without a living trust, whether you have a will or you don't, you're going to probate. The difference between dying with a will and without a will is they're likely to follow your will if it meets the requirements. If the will doesn't meet the requirements or if you have no will, you're in the probate. Probate means your case has to be filed and administered by the Superior Court of the State of California. And it can take months or years to be able to then take your estate, it's called being administered, have your estate administered and then divided to your heirs, either as provided by your will or as provided by what the law says, who gets it if you don't have a will. That can be a very, very convoluted process and it costs quite a bit of money. A living trust is a way less expensive way to handle your estate than it is to die without an estate plan. So if you or your loved ones or any family members that you have need an estate plan done or your friends and your family or anyone you know that wants to protect their future please contact us at 1-800-419-7772 for all of your estate planning needs that's 1-800-419-7772 there are few experiences more difficult than a divorce holstrom block and park has the experience and insight to help i'm dane holstrom and my name is on the door and my team and i are here for you 
Call 855-395-5111 for a free phone consultation. Our firm provides comprehensive services in family law. Whether you need help with a child custody case or dividing marital assets, call today at 855-395-5111. So I think before we wrap up today's show, we're going to force Dane to be a part of one of Kristen and I's new-ish segments, Notes to Our Younger Self. So I'm going to again put Dane in the hot seat. Dane, um, if you could give some advice to your younger self about anything in the world off the top of your head, what would it be? Um, Don't limit yourself. Don't let other people limit you and don't limit yourself. When you set your goals, you go after them and there is no goal uh, that is out of reach, period. I love that. I love that too and what I'd like to add to that is that just what Dane said. Don't other, don't let other people interfere with your goals because you are your your own. You are your biggest enemy. So if you don't let others affect those goals, everything is within reach. Everything. I I think that's great. All right, Sam. What what, what would you tell your younger, still just as tall self? <laughs> My fully grown younger self. Um, man, I think I think maybe I would say, I guess. I would say to think a little think a little more about what you want long term than short term. I think we get so caught up in the daily aspect of our lives reacting to situations and those reactions can um, be negative, right? Like just being so impulsive. Think about how you can react to get the desired result that you want down the road. So instead of, you know, yelling at someone, maybe calmly reflect and and think about how you can manage the situation better long term. I think I spent so much time um, as a as a kid just kind of flying by my emotions and I think that's great. That's the passion in me, but you know, cooler heads prevail. My dad always told me, you know, never make a promise when you're super happy and never get in an argument when you're mad, you know, take never some time. to the grocery store when you're super hungry? Right, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly that's the exact point. So you know, just take some time to relax and reflect before, I think, making a move. I, I couldn't agree more. I think that's a great tip. And mine's kind of right along along line with that is don't sweat the small stuff. I, I mean, challenges occur every single day. And I think we've talked about this before is no matter how many times I check one thing off the list or I solve one problem, whether it's a personal problem, whether it's it's something in a case, you know what, I turn around and there is another three sitting there. So it's a battle that I have to have even with myself constantly is, is that worth crying over? Don't cry over spilled milk, right? right? You know, in light of everything that's going on in the world and the pandemic, take care of yourself. Self-care is so incredibly important. And don't worry about all the little things. Pick your battles, right? right. That, isn't that really important? Yeah, there's things, there's things you can control and there's things you can't control. Yeah. So. And the other corollary to the don't sweat the small stuff part that I've always liked, and I don't know who we're borrowing this from, but is everything is small stuff. Right. Okay? It's just our minds have a way to take the small stuff and make it appear big. And that I think I need a easy. therapist to help process that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that my I, de- young- I definitely have a few clouds looming over. <laughs> this just goes by too fast. But thank you for sharing your Saturday morning with us. We thoroughly enjoyed talking about uh, your family affairs with you. 
Absolutely. And don't forget, if you have any questions, please feel free to give us a call at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. And stay tuned for our giveaways coming out on our social media. And we have just exciting giveaways for self-care. I can't wait to spoil all of the men and women out there that are our audience and our fans and part of our Go Country family. So stay tuned next Saturday at 8.30 on Go Country 105 for our next show. And remember. I'm going to take the hammer. Go ahead. <laughs> and remember. Let love rule. Thought it was love, had kids in between. You can count on us with the custody queens. Yeah, you can count on us with the custody queens. The opinions expressed on the Custody Queen Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal, professional, legal advice. The persons discussed are fictional and not based on actual clients.